Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass that's going to blow your socks off using speaking to build your business in just three steps. We are going to focus on why stages are the fastest way to grow your business, how to overcome the fear of speaking that exists in all of us, how to speak with confidence, but at the same time, not be salesy. And then, of course, we're going to focus on those three steps. Now, who's going to be taking us through this audio masterclass? Mr. Pete Vargas himself. He is the leading authority on using stages to build your business with over 25,000 stages booked. Many people call him the stage whisperer. Now we're going to take a second to thank our sponsor. In business, there are smart moves and not so smart moves, like getting bogged down with hundreds of resumes from candidates who aren't the right fit. That's not smart. Luckily, there's a smart way to hire at ZipRecruiter because its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and then actively invites them to apply to your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Pete, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Yeah, what's up Fire Nation? Pete Vargas here and something that most people don't know about me. I was going back and forth and (laughs) a lot of people don't know um, that I'm Pete Vargas III. So a lot of people call me PV3. But the big thing that uh, the majority of folks don't know is that I was actually ranked number one in the state of Colorado in tennis about five years ago when I was like 34, 35. I can actually see you in those really short white tennis shorts. <laughs> I really can. Like, I'm not even joking. And it's an image I actually scarily can't get out of my mind right now. Oh. But uh, PV3, I mean, I feel like that does rival JLD. As, as sweet initials. I think you should run with that. Or compliment it. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I need to take the world over of PV3. Yeah, so that is it, man. Oh, love it. Well, Fire Nation, I am really excited. I've, I've met Pete in person multiple times. He's been on the show before. Whenever we're at the best events around the world, we're, we both seem to be there hanging out, having a blast. And today's audio masterclass is going to be super killer because it's about you using speaking fire nation to build your business and Pete Vargas is going to break it down in three steps. So using speaking to build your business in three steps and Pete Vargas is the person, the authority to talk about this today. So Pete, give us a quick teaser about a couple things we're going to chat about. Then we're going to dive into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, JLD. So as you, as you obviously know, but maybe fire nation doesn't know is that uh, my life was deeply impacted by a speaker 15 years ago. And I, this guy came to my town, long story short, he, it was what, what prompted my dad to ask for forgiveness for the father that he'd been growing up to me. He saw this speaker and in one hour, what it prompted my dad to do was literally write me a letter and say, I'm sorry for the father I've been. And he asked me for a second chance to do things right. And so we had tried everything. We had tried everything to make things right with my dad growing up. And then all of a sudden in one hour it happened. And so I called that speaker and I just said, why aren't you getting your, your, your message out into the world? And he said, I don't know how to do that. And I said, Daryl, you have to use Mm. speaking. You have to get out there and speak. 
And so for 13 years, this is important for Fire Nation to understand, 13 years, we perfected this system of really using speaking as a customer acquisition channel, not just to influence people, but also to make sure um, that, you know, it um, drives your business. And so there's three things that really we helped him do and we've helped thousands of other people do is like how do you make sure you're great on stage like how do you make sure that when you get on that stage you're unbelievable you're great you knock it out of the park and that you're i mean literally you're one of the top rated speakers how do you make sure but here's the here's the thing i want to say about that and we can come back to this story here in a minute not just top rated speaker being great on stage isn't just a top rated speaker but it's making sure that people go deeper with you and i'll tell you how john rulin left millions of dollars on the table even though he was the top rated speaker he mm. wasn't doing some things right the other piece here's the here's the other piece we'll talk about is like how do you get on stages like how how many stages exist because there's a lot of people listening right now in fire nation that they don't want to go travel all the time and i completely understand that i have three kids and i don't want to travel all the time but there's 40 different stages that exist online 40 different stages that exist offline stages and i'm going to show you how to create a a portfolio that actually matches up with your lifestyle and how do you find and how do you win those stages and then the last thing we'll talk about is how do you actually scale those stages to make sure that you have the greatest impact, but also that people go deeper and work with you. And I don't think there's any greater story to share than that than what you experienced this year on a stage, which was unbelievable. So those <laughs> yeah. are the, yeah. So how do you in one hour create more business in one hour than what, you know, sometimes launches take nine, 12 months of, you know, a team's time or the sales cycle takes, you know, uh, 12 to 18 months to bring people into your business or your organization. How do you go do that in one hour and actually scale these stages? So we'll talk about that as well, JLD. And Fire Nation, I experienced that firsthand just a couple months ago where that exact thing came to truth, where I generated more revenue from one hour on stage and some of my biggest launches that I've done that have taken months to prepare, so much investment financially, time-wise, bandwidth-wise, such exciting things to be chatting about. And you might remember John Rulin, who Pete just mentioned. He is the gift giver. He is uh, the founder of Giftology, and he was a great past guest of EO Fire. And I think I followed up with you guys, Fire Nation, afterwards, but John actually sent me a sauna, an actual sauna after our interview went live because he was so blown away by you reaching out to him just to thank him for the show and to see what he was all about. He literally sent me a, a, a two-person wooden dry sauna that is just incredible that my father still is using to this day up in Maine. So just super cool stuff and just a, kind of a side note, but these are the kind of people that Pete are helping spread their message to the world because even when John was able to be on my stage for a brief minute, he wasn't able to maximize the impact that he could have had because of a, a few key things that he didn't do that we're going to be talking about today with Pete. So Pete, let's just dive in because you are officially called the Stage Whisperer and you've been on 25,000 stages. Why the heck do you love stages so much? The true reality is, and I haven't been on 25,000 stages, our clients that was the amount of stages that we booked directly out of our offices from 2003 to 2004. I was trying to do the math. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. How, how does that me. work? <laughs> no, and, and somebody's called. You know, somebody's like, how can you do that? There's 365 days. Were you doing it like four times a day? No, we actually 
put over, I don't know, probably over a hundred different speakers on 25,000 stages mm. across the world. And dude, the reason, I mean, literally the reason I love stages so much, the reason I geek out over stages is I shared that story, but the man who shared that story was Daryl Scott. His daughter was the first girl killed at Columbine. And when he came into my town and that morning when he said, hey, you need to go let five people in your life know how much you love them because you don't know if they're, they're going to be here with you tomorrow. And then he went on to say some of them you're not in good standings with. Mm. I went immediately and begged my dad to come back to the night event because my dad was extremely abusive and verbally and physically growing up and we have an amazing relationship today. But I begged him to come back. And that night my dad came back he didn't say a word to me that night. And I was like, dude, if that doesn't get him, I don't know what yeah, it is. It felt will. like giving up on my entrepreneurial journey. And uh, I got that letter in the mail. And when I got that letter, it was this subconscious like stages are it. And a lot of people listening, the, the thing they're going to say is, yeah, but his daughter was killed. And it, that's he was a motivational speaker and an inspirational speaker. What I want Fire Nation to understand is that the first time – you know him, JLD. The first time I heard Ryan Dice on a stage, one hour, live setting. Since that day, I've bought almost everything that Ryan Dice has to offer. <laughs> first time I heard Garrett Gunderson on a stage, I looked at my wife and I said, babe, we're whatever he has to offer, we're, we're in. Them. First time I heard Axis on a stage, they help parents understand how to communicate with their kids kids and pop culture and teen and multimedia. Not only did I buy every one of their parenting products, I started donating to their charity. So I get goosebumps because it's not about an inspirational speaker. It's about anybody that does an incredible job on a stage. I Those are exact instances of people that I wanted to go deeper with because I connected with them in one hour on a stage. And so, dude, that's why I care about stages. It's personal to me, but it's been a repetitive theme of how I work with people. And quite frankly, how a lot of people work with people after they experience them on some type of online or offline stage, dude. So that's why I care about stages so much, man. So you believe the stages are, if not one of the fastest, the fastest way to grow your business. So what makes you think that? Let's get some real tangible, specific examples. For me, you know, like when I came out of the gates two and a half years ago to start Advance Your Reach, I had the opportunity, like I'm not, I don't want to pick on anything, but I tried a lot of bright, shiny objects. Uh, I tried like a, you know, I tried product launches and I tried funnels and I tried. Just real quick, I don't want to get sidetracked, but what was like looking back, one of the funnier things that you tried that you're just like, oh my God, what was I thinking? I want to be careful, but yeah, I'll be, because we're boys, I'll share it with you. I went and did, and, and, and I did it. In, there's an ingredient to your business, dude, and there's all these ingredients, and there's a time and a place for the ingredient to go in. And I just, I want to say that I did the ingredient wrong, but I went out and I spent, you know, five figures on creating videos and, you know, all of this stuff to do like a big launch. My list was zero. I had, I had no community, no following, spent tens of thousands of dollars. My team and I went out and we launched and we got one sale. Okay. So and, one sale. So, I mean, that was something you look back and you're like, Oh, wow. If I could take that back, I would. So getting back on track though, stages, they're an awesome way to grow your business. What, why is that for a fact? And some specific examples. Yeah. So I'll give you a couple examples. So me, I said, why am, why I just did this for 13 years for other people. I saw how quickly it, what it does for them. Why did I not go do that? And so we went out and got on like a couple of stages, three stages, like at the in the infancy of our business. 
and JLD, a couple of those stages return five figures, mm-hmm. and one of those stages returns six figures wow. within a few weeks and a few months. And so that's you know an example of me. But then I think about like the the you know I think about Molly Grubb, who is a financial advisor, and there's millions of stages in all of your listeners' backyards, every association, every niche, every industry that exists. Those stages are happening a drive away from your home in your backyard, and they happen every single month. And so I think about her. She goes out and speaks in front of 50 entrepreneurs in her backyard, and now she's got you know four, five, six, seven new clients in her service-based business company by going on one stage in her backyard for one hour, and it didn't take her but you know a couple of phone calls to be able to land that stage. So there's not all of this tech and all of this setup and all of these things that have to happen, you can go get on one stage and it doesn't have to be some national or international stage. It can be a stage in your backyard and you're launching your business. That's what I love about it. You're launching your business. You're gaining one, two, three, four, maybe five new clients right away and it doesn't take a lot of time, JLD. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, I can just tell you that there are opportunities around you right now. You don't need to fly halfway across the country or the globe to find these opportunities. Like They are there. They're in front of you. It's just a matter of stepping up to the plate, which I think kind of leads to the next thing I really want to chat about, Pete, because for me... I know that I had to overcome a fear of speaking. I mean, this is back in 2012. I can so clearly remember the day I had launched my podcast. It was a couple months in. You know, I was scared enough to talk to people like this, one-on-one, audio-wise. But the thought of getting on stage in front of a lot of people freaked me out. And then Cliff Ravenscraft, who was running the podcasting track at New Media Expo, said, John, somebody just dropped out of the, their podcast talk, will you come to New Media Expo and will you fill in and speak? There'll be at least a couple hundred people in the room. It'll be a solo talk. And I was freaked out, but I said yes. And I'm not going to pretend like I was, I was great or even good on that talk, but guess what? I did get up and do it. And every single one since then, I've gotten a little bit better, sometimes even a lot better when I've had training for people like yourself. And it's just been more and more of an enjoyable experience because, you know, we've all heard that saying, Pete, that at a funeral, most people in that room would rather be in the coffin than giving the eulogy because fear of speaking is like the number one fear that most people have. So talk to us about that. How do we overcome this fear? Yeah, dude, that's such a good question. And if, I mean, we can jam here a little bit because I'd love to talk about overcoming the fear, but then what does it mean to be great on stage? So we have a common friend and her name is Jill Stanton. Yeah. And, you know, we both love her and love, kind of love Josh, but really love Jill. No, I love Josh too. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm joking. I love Josh. But Jill, I was with Jill and it's the same thing last year. I was with Jill a year ago and I just want to reiterate what you just said um, or reinforce what you said more um, is that I'm sitting with her at a, at a mastermind and I heard her talking to someone so powerfully. Yeah. She was talking to someone like <laughs> one-on-one so powerfully. Like I remember sitting there and it gave me goosebumps and I turned to her and I said, I know you don't know me, but you should be on stages. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she just started fanning herself. Like, really, I'm not, this is a true story. (laughs) And she's like, the idea of being on stages freaks me out. It scares me to death. And I said, why? She said, I just, it's not, I can talk behind video. I can talk on a podcast, but to get on stage. And I said, Jill, it's no different than what you did right 
there in that conversation. It is no different than that. The only your idea is that you're going out there and you're speaking to a crowd of hundreds or maybe even thousands, but it's no different. And she's like, really? And so a couple of things, JLD, that are really critical to overcoming that fear of speaking is you're going to appreciate the first part of this is like you need one talk, one talk. You don't need – there's a lot of people out there like create four, five, seven talk. No, you need one talk and you need repetition and someone to help coach you in that talk. When you can get one talk dialed in and get very comfortable with one talk, it's amazing what begins to happen. You get comp- you get you get confident in it and you, all of a sudden you get a little better every single time. You're not going to be perfect the first time, but you will continue to get better every single time like you said. But the other thing that I believe is critical is that you want to lock in with one person. I said, Jill, when you get on a stage, you look to the right, you find one person. You look in the middle, you find one person. You look to the left, you find one person. And you don't look at anybody else the rest of the time that you're on stage. And with that one talk we helped you design and craft and create, you look those people in the eye just like you look the person in the eye that you were sitting with here at this mastermind. It is no different what you just said to them about your genius than what you're going to say on stage. And dude, I'm happy to say like in that instance, not only has she begun to get on stages, JLD, she's going to be on some of the biggest stages that exist in marketing. (laughs) I mean, and we're sitting with her literally a year ago and she's like fanning herself and scared to death the same way that you are. And so it's like really getting laser focused on one talk and making eye contact with one person and then I'll give the audience a little bonus of what I do before because I still get nervous on stage. I'm about to be on JJ Virgin's stage coming up and I have a routine before I get on stage. I meditate and I pray and then the thing that I do is I have my go-to song that gets me in the zone of serving that audience and so that's really what I do like the 20 minutes before I get on stage um, but dude that's the, the, the key to that is really that one signature talk and you know I mean I, what I would tell you is even talking with Marie Forleo a little bit over a year ago, she's like, man, to think about like all the creative energy that has to go into the talks all of the time. And I said, Marie, you don't have to have a bunch of talks. You have to have one talk. And it was like that just gave her like this piece, but it's the same piece that it gave Jill too. So that's what I would encourage people to do. And I want you to know you're still going to be a little bit nervous, but there's a difference between nervous and being afraid. There's a big difference between those two, JLD. So here's a recap, Fire Nation. Number one, one talk. Give yourself permission to just focus and crush one talk. That's it. And then when you're up on that stage, and I love this advice, it's something I'm definitely gonna do next time I'm on stage, find three people. Someone to the left, someone in the center, and someone in the on the right, and look at no one else. I can be honest with you. I just gave a speech in front of hundreds and hundreds of people at Podcast Movement, and you step on up on stage, and you see all those faces and all those eyes. You're kind of like, whoa, that's a lot, and your brain is trying to take it all in. Now, focus on one person to the left, one person in the center, one person on the right. Those are your people. That's it. And then I love how you talked about routine, and this is Pete's routine, Fire Nation. Meditate 
prayer, and then he has a song. That's his go-to. That's 20 minutes before his, his talk. That is just his focus. And one kind of quote I want to share with you right now, Fire Nation, high barriers equal low competition. Guess what? We get that you're nervous to talk from stage. We get that I'm nervous and Pete's still nervous from talking from stage. But that's a high barrier to overcome speaking from stage. So that means that there's going to be, frankly, low competition. Because look at Jill. Jill is a massive extrovert. I mean, she is as much of an extrovert as I am. I mean, the two of us enter a room, we are off butterflying around, we are taking energy from that room, and we are just loving it, and we love that. We are extroverts. And yet here's Jill, who's a massive extrovert, and she's afraid of stages. Well, guess what? The 70 to 80% of people that identify themselves as introverts, that makes it even tougher for them. So we're talking everybody across the level from extroverts to the highest degree to introverts to the lowest degree. I mean, you just got to realize if you go through this process, if you find one talk, find your people, get your routine and just recognize that you just need to nail that one focus talk, you're going to do great things. But this is one thing I know, Pete, for a fact, a lot of people have trouble with and that's speaking with confidence, but at the same time, not coming across as that slimy, salesy kind of type person. So what's the trick there? Dude, what you just said is so much, so much wisdom in that. And I would rewind those, you know, the, those few seconds. That's just so much wisdom. And you know, the the irony, JLD, is what you're going to find out is the people that you connect with in the audience, you make that eye contact with. They're probably going to be the people that are bringing you energy. They're going to have a smile. They're going to be sitting on the edge of their seat. And what I've seen happen time in and time out, they're the people that almost every single time work with you too. Wow. Because it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So you're going to connect with people who you're going to be able to feed off of their energy and they'll probably just so happen to work with you. Yeah, this is this is where people miss it. I mean, people miss it whenever they're trying to design that talk. So that's how you overcome the fear of like really speaking. And you're right. Because of the fact that people avoid it, if you're the one that will do it, you're going to be the one that's setting yourself up for a lot of success. So now you have to craft the talk and you really want to craft a talk that does a few things. You want to speak to the person in the audience, both the left brain and the right brain person, you know, person. And I know, you know, one of the biggest things that we get in feedback is I don't want to feel slimy. I don't want to feel salesy. I've seen you on stage, I think three times now and not one time did I feel like you were slimy or salesy? Like not one time. And so there's a way that you do that and we call it the story braid framework. This is not a formula. We're not trying to force you into a formula. We're trying to give you a framework that allows you to be yourself within that framework. So don't think you have to be Pete and don't think you have to be JLD. Don't think you have to be Jill Stanton. Be yourself. But this this story braid framework goes like this. It says – what are you going to do in the first five to 10 minutes to connect with the heart of the person? Like, what are you going to do to connect with their heart? Because when you open up their hearts, their minds are ready to listen to you. Like they will absorb all of the content that you're going to lay out and all of the value that you're going to lay out. So those first five to 10 minutes, it's really, really critical that you have some type of human connection. If you're funny, be funny. If you dance, dance. If you have a family and you want to talk about your family, that's what I do. Talk about your family. Talk about your mission and what you're trying to accomplish and make sure that they find themselves in your mission. But what is so important to happen in those first five to 10 minutes is for them to see that you are both 
ordinary and extraordinary. And in that order, too many people make the mistake of coming out and talking about the extraordinary. And I'm just telling you we're in the day and time where people shut down with that. But they do want to see that because if you're not extraordinary, why are they going to listen to you? So in addition to connecting with their hearts, however that is for you, um, and in addition to like bringing them into this bigger mission that you have, I want to make sure that in that first five to ten minutes that you help them see that, yes, I'm an ordinary. I've walked in. I've been in your seat. I've walked in your shoes. I understand how you feel. And I've overcome, and now these are some of the results I've gotten because of the process that I'm about to teach you. And now all of a sudden you're transitioning into the content with them recognizing the gap in their life, and that is what you're about to teach them. So that's the first piece, JLD. I don't know if you want to jam on that a little bit before we get into the second piece of the framework. No, let's dive on to number two. Yeah, so number two is the head, dude. You've now opened up their hearts. They are now ready to listen, and you want to teach them. You want to teach them um, – your process to getting you to extraordinary, whether that's in podcasting or parenting or your finances or stages with me, like teach them what it takes to get those extraordinary results. Like that's what you do. And what we love to do, let's, we love for those to be, you know, three, four or five points that you're teaching. Like that's the range we want you to stay in. People who come out and say like the 43 things to like, it's just, you know, we really want to keep it honed in and tight because you have a limited amount of time. And so teach those points and make sure that with every point that you're either driving it home with a story or you're driving it home with some data or a case study because data, case study, facts help coupled with story help tackle Everybody in the audience that's both right-brained and creative and left-brained and you know more analytical, like that helps tackle everybody in the crowd. So that second piece to the framework, the second piece to the framework is the head. You're teaching them. Their, their hearts are opened. Now their minds are listening and absorbing you. Um, the third piece to the framework, and this is the piece, and here's the piece, and I, I do want to tell John Ruland's story here in a minute, but the third piece – um, and by the way, what a lot of people make a mistake is they teach something that's not aligned with the way that people can work deeper with them. It's not aligned. It's like completely like not aligned, like not congruent with the way that they can work with them after the fact. So you really want to teach something that's congruent with the, you know, the products or the services that you potentially could work with the people in the audience. That's one small mistake that, that John was making. The third piece to the framework is the hands. It is the hands. It is the call to action. It's what you're getting them to do. And so here's what you want to do. And I want people to understand this. There's two things that are happening. Either you can make an offer or you can't make an offer. When you can make an offer, and we'll talk about JLD here in a minute, when you can make an offer, there's two calls to action you really want to do is you want to help them see that like 
get a quick win. Like help them get a quick win during the presentation, some type of quick win during the presentation and letting them see like, wow, he just taught me something that's going to be easy for me to go implement or she just taught me something that I could go do in five minutes that is going to get me a quick win. But the only other focus, JLD, of the call to action when you're making an offer is actually making the offer. And when you do an incredible job of teaching and and building in case studies and doing those things during the teaching part, when it comes time to make the offer, you see the results that you saw on stage, JLD. And so that's when you can make an offer. That's the call to action. Now, here's what most of Fire Nation is going to experience. The majority of them can't make an offer. Like when John Lee Dumas gets asked to be at one of the biggest marketing conferences at like traffic and conversion every year, he can't make an offer. Can't do it. So what do you do? You do two things. Two things when you can't make an offer. You still give them a quick win. You still give them a quick win. But here's the other thing you give them. You give them a free gift that gets them from A to B. A to B, like really does get them from A to B in their business and a free gift that they can consume in 10 to 15 minutes because when they consume it, they're going to see JLD's brilliance and genius. You give away a free gift when you're talking about the content. It's a piece of a content that's like your hottest content that you can't go as deep because of the limited time and they're like at the edge of their seats and a lot of the times you know this content is great because they're taking pictures of your screen or your slide or whatever. That is the place to figure out what your free gift is and you give it away right during the middle of your content and you remind them at the end of your presentation as well. So that's the third piece of the framework, which is the hands, the call to action. That's what's setting you up to scale the stage. And then the last piece, JLD, we don't ever want to end with like anything called action or anything like offer. We want to close with the heart. We started with the heart. Let's close with the heart. So it's either closing the loop on maybe an opening story that you tell or it's a completely siloed branch, just a completely separate story that reinforces everything that you taught those 60 minutes. JLD, that is the framework that makes a great presentation and you only need one. You only need one, bro. That's it. One. I mean, every time I talk to you, Pete, I literally pull my keynote up and I'm like feverishly making changes to my current presentation because it's just like so true. And Fire Nation, I want to go through this story braid framework for you real quick. Number one, what are you going to do in the first five to 10 minutes to connect with the heart of the audience? You must connect with their heart. And remember, be both ordinary and extraordinary. If you're just one or the other, no good. Just ordinary, they might be like, okay, I connect with this person, but why should I listen to this person? Just extraordinary, okay, this person's obviously awesome, but I don't connect with them. I'm not on their same level. Ordinary and extraordinary. What does extraordinary break down into? That's extra ordinary. And number two, make your point with stories, with data, with case studies, because Fire Nation, you want to be hitting both the right and the left brainers. They're going to be chock full in your audience. I mean, who knows what percentage is going to be? 40, 60, 70, 30, it doesn't matter. Make your point with stories, with data, 
with case studies. So those re- left and right brainers all connect with you. And then three, that's your hands, your call to action. You want to get them that quick win. That's a free gift that's going to get them from point A to point B, Fire Nation. And something that I definitely took a note on, Pete, um, 10 to 15 minutes. Like We got to get them there. We got to get them there. They got to have them consume it because they're going to be bombarded with a lot of great information if they're at a conference. So get them that win quick. And then number four, the final one, close the loop with the heart. Close the loop with the heart. You open with the heart, close with the heart. This is actually an area that I failed at many times when I've given talks from stages. I've, I've really connected uh, with their hearts at the beginning. I have a great, great, real story that does that, but I'm not closing with that. I'm not closing the loop there. That's a huge mistake. So as you can tell, Pete's been dropping value bombs. More are coming when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Fire Nation, I'm here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of Zip Recruiter. And Ian, with the unemployment rate below 4%, it is critical that employers do everything they can to attract the best talent. So can you share some tips that employers need to be aware of? I think the number one thing that you as an employer need to be thoughtful about when you're writing a job description is you're not just describing what you need from the candidates you are also selling the candidate on what it's going to be like to work at your company. So don't just say, here's what I need from you. Say, here's what I need from you, but wait, here's what I'm going to provide for you in the way of an environment. We are a dog-friendly office. We're close to shops and restaurants. We promote from within. We have awesome benefits. We do happy hours every Friday night. Whatever your perk is, whatever makes you special, whatever makes your office special, those are the things that you want to put into your job description because remember, You're not just trying to tell them what you need from them. You're trying to woo them into coming to work for you. Fire Nation, I hope you were taking notes there because it's a job seekers market and job seeker expectations, they are high. And as entrepreneurs, we need to be creative and we have to consider the benefits that will set us apart from our competitors. That has to be considered. I mean, I know if I had a dog and I was looking for a job and that job touted the fact that they were dog friendly, that would be a huge Plus, and when it's time to find the right talent, Fire Nation, there's Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience, and actively invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, Zip Recruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder Zip Recruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S., and this is based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over a thousand reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try Zip Recruiter for free free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. Ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Pete, we're back and wow, we're going to finish really strong with some key points here. And we've talked about a lot already. But I'm just kind of curious on my own because I'm like, wow, well, we're talking to a huge audience, Fire Nation. I mean, you know, over a million listens per month is what this podcast gets. How many stages actually exist? Is there enough for everybody? 
There are over 80 different stages that exist, 40 different online types of stages, and there's 40 different offline types of stages. Obviously, we don't have the opportunity to go through all of those today, but here's the beauty of it. There are millions and millions of stages at the local level that exists for people to go just into their backyard, which they can drive to and drive home. I do it quite often because of having a family. I'll just drive to a stage and drive back home. Um, there's, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions at the state level um, here. And, 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 and this exists in all the countries. I'm speaking kind of U.S., but this is very much in all of the nations because I know how big Fire Nation is and uh, Fire Nations. Uh, so, and then, <laughs> you know, yeah, then the national and international level conferences that exist and events that exist. There are so many stages. And here's the thing, depending on the season of life that you're in, you might say, and this is, you know, we, there's a guy that we both know, his name's Stu McLaren, and we get the opportunity to serve him. Stu was avoiding stages in his business because he didn't want to travel. And then all of a sudden he had this aha from what I'm teaching right now mm. that says, man, I just have to be on six of my dream stages. And if I'm on six of my dream stages, how much will that move the needle in my business if I'm just on six dream stages? And so he made a decision to say, I'm only going to be on four to six offline stages because he has a family. And he said, but I'm cool with being on dozens, if not hundreds of online stages because I can be on them in my own home, just like me and you are today. I'm in my home doing this, doing this stage. And quite frankly, it's probably the biggest stage that I'm on this month, a million downloads a month. So think about that Fire Nation. There is this huge opportunity, both offline and both online that exists. And then there's others of you like Chandler Bolt out there, who is a client of ours, who we get to serve, who's a friend of both JLDs and me. And Chandler's 25 years old. He has no wife. He has no kids. He's like, six stages. Yeah, right. I'm going to be on 25 or 50 stages a year <laughs> because that's the season of life he's in jail. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know. I know. So that's the, that's the beauty of stages is that depending on your season, you can pick and choose what you want, but there's one key thing that I want to drive home to fire nation. And that's the dream stage. A lot of people here, uh, I'm kind of coined that phrase, the dream stage, but let me tell you the definition of the dream stage because a lot of people think a dream stage is by, about the number of people in the audience, and that's not the case. The dream stage is about the percentage of people in the audience who are ideal clients to work with you past the stage. So it's not about having thousands of people. It's about making sure that 70 to 80% of the people that are in that audience could potentially work with you past that stage. And so I'm pretty humble. I'm going to an event like what today. And when I get there, I'm going to be in a room of a hundred people. Now, I'm pretty experienced and pretty in demand speaker. Like, Pete, why would you go do that? Because 95% of the people in that room are prime candidates to be able to work with me past that stage. And so Fire Nation, I really want you to understand the opportunity that exists with stages, stages in your backyard, stages online, or even for those of you that want to take your message to the nation or, you know, be, be on big stages, it's 
big, but make sure you're not just being on the wrong stages. Make sure that you're actually getting on dream stages. So again, there's just a lot of things within this that I want to kind of go back over, Fire Nation. Number one, there's 40 online and 40 offline stages. Now, these are types of stages, so it's just the number is literally endless because there are millions and millions at your local level, which is where a lot of you should and can be starting. There's hundreds of thousands, not millions at the state level. Then there's the national and international level. And then there's this dream stage that Pete's talking about. And I can tell you, I experienced a dream stage. And I think this is maybe a good time to talk about it, Pete. The dream stage that I just had very recently in Fort Lauderdale. Lisa Sasevich asked me to come speak at her event, which is uh, the event was called Speak to Sell. And that's what it was all about. And guess what? She wanted me to come and talk on podcasting, which I did. And she wanted me to make an offer from stage, which I did, which was a 2000 podcast launch formula where for over six weeks, I met with everybody live. They got access to Podcasters Paradise and our podcast journal. I made this whole sweet package and I delivered the right offer from stage and we did $108,000 in sales from that stage. And that was from me being wow. on stage for 75 minutes, 75 minutes. That was a dream stage for me. And I can tell you, uh, <laughs> That was my first time ever trying that. And I got on the phone with, with the UP soon afterwards. I was like, dude, sign me up. How do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can imagine like even five or 10 stages of that caliber or even, even bigger. I even meant to say, Pete, I forgot to say, there was 173 people in the room wow. for that. So Fire Nation, this wasn't a massive talk in front of a massive amount of people. There was 173 people in the room. JLD, so what happens now if you have 1,700 people in the room of the same caliber or the same mm. clientele? You now have, you know the numbers, right? A million dollar. <laughs> a million dollar stage. And that's what we just saw happen in January for the first time in our business is that exact thing. And you and I have a common friend, you know, Russell Brunson, who I was just with in Africa, like amazing amazing guy and just building uh, schools out there for kids. And he had a three and a half million dollar stage, maybe a three to three and a half million dollar stage. And so I would say like JLD, even in his situation, like, oh my God, 170 people that he didn't have to get into the room. He didn't have to do the marketing. He didn't have to do the sales. He didn't have to do launches. He didn't have to do anything. He had to show up. Now, you know, he had to fly there, but he had to show up. He had to speak for 70 minutes and it was a six figure stage. Now 10 X the size of that crowd. And in exactly what we said, that's the opportunity that really does exist with stages. Um, when you actually can get on those dream stages. So Pete, we have a workshop we're going to kind of be focusing on for the rest of our chat here today. This is your workshop on the three steps, this specific system to use while you're speaking. So let's kind of tell Fire Nation a little bit uh, about what this workshop is. And of course, we're going to tell you, Fire Nation, how you, how you can get involved in this workshop. Um, and then we'll, you know, just keep dropping value bombs. So Fire Nation, we're, we're releasing a workshop. This workshop is going deeper into these three areas that we just talked about today. So the first piece of the workshop um, actually talks about stages exist everywhere. Like they're everywhere. They're local. They're na national. They're in, you know at the state level. They're all over the world. And so we really get clear in defining all of those stages that exist. So we not only do we get clear on those you know 80 different stages – 
we also give we're giving you an entire list of stages that exist online and offline like the exact stages that could potentially be your dream stages the websites when their events are who runs those events like we have a master list of a lot of stages that exist that you can actually after hearing this training you'll be able to take that download and be like wow that's my dream stage right there. A lot of some of them won't be your dream stages. A lot of them will be, but the first part of the workshop is really going deeper into defining and getting clear on all of these stages that exist. And so, it's a phenomenal training, completely. Fr- it's a free workshop. That's the first piece of the training. The second piece of the training is we're going to tackle exactly what you know John Lee Dumas and and what Jill Stanton Stanton overcame is how do you really? We're going to dive deeper into overcoming that fear of being on stages, but we're also going to help you craft your talk. Like I know we got to go into it today and we gave you some incredible content today, but by the time you're done with this second part of the workshop, you will have your one talk outlined completely because we have a one-page story braid outline that by the time you're done with this training, you will have your talk outlined, which to me is the greatest marketing tool you have in your business. And then the third the third piece of the training, and this is the fun piece, like it brings it all together. How do you scale a stage like JLD did with his six-figure stage? How do you scale a stage like we did and we've seen lots of our clients do with seven-figure stages or for some of you, it's like, Pete, I just need four figures. I just need thousands of dollars or I just need you know, tens of thousands of dollars to really get my business off and running. We are going to go into how you actually scale a stage like JLD did in this third video of the workshop. And so this workshop is really powerful. You're going to get to experience this entire system. And by the time you're done with it, you're going to be able to do stages unlike most people out in the world do stages. And, and, and John Lee, the biggest thing I can tell you is you know, there are people who have chosen not to incorporate speaking into their business like Chandler Bolt because he didn't know what it could do. And this was the first year that he did it. And he's adding seven figures to his business. And he talked about how much he had left on the table the first three, four, five years in his business from not doing it. And then you have people like John Rulin, Frank Shamrock, five-time UFC champion, a guy who was with us just yesterday, Brad Lee, Dr. Maria Church, who was with us yesterday. And they say the same common thing. I've left six and seven figures on the table. I've done speaking. I just haven't done it correctly. And the amount of money that we've left on the table from not doing it correctly. So by the time they're done with this workshop, whether they've done it or they haven't done it, that won't be the answer for them moving forward. They're going to be able to do it correctly and really make an impact in their business after this workshop, JLD. And now, Pete, this workshop, it's $5,000, right? Was that the number? <laughs> yes, it's actually, I was going to charge 10. You told me to do 10. Uh, we dropped it to five. And then, yeah, then at the end of the day, no, it's a completely virtual online workshop that uh, JLD, your community is going to be able 
be able to have access to for a couple of weeks and really be able to dive into this workshop and, and make the most of it. And, you know, it there we are not charging for the workshop. So you completely went against my $10,000 recommendation. I did. I did. I completely <laughs> did, dude. I completely did. Fire Nation, let me break this down for you. This workshop, it's going to take you through these three steps, the how to be great on stage, how to craft your talk. Your one talk is going to be outlined. You're going to be able to go through and outline that one talk. And then holy crap, you're going to figure out how to scale from stage, how to actually scale that stage, the ones that you're on, that you're speaking from. This is mind-blowing. It literally should be $10,000. Um, if it was $5,000, it, it would be an absolute steal. But Pete's going to give this to you for free because he saw what people that can share their message the right way can do. You, you heard the story of how it impacted he and his father's relationship. And I mean, I mean that's literally priceless. If you could put a dollar amount on that, it doesn't exist because that is a priceless thing that happens. And why are you keeping your message, your mission, your voice you know, inside when you know that you can go through a workshop like this that, by the way, is going to cost you nothing more than your time? And guess what? I get your time is valuable, but this is something that you're worth the investment in. So you're going to head over to eofire.com slash speaker. That's eofire.com slash speaker. And you are going to get completely free access to this workshop, Fire Nation. This is a strong JLD stamp of take this call to action right now on your forehead because this could literally change your life. And even if you decide to never speak from stage, which I hope you don't make that decision, but you will still learn so much from this. this is going to help you in everything that you do in life, whether that be one-on-one -on -one speaking, just talking to people, writing content for blogs, or doing a podcast, or doing a three-minute video or Instagram story. Take this workshop. It's free. Take action on this. Pete, give us a final takeaway. Just one thing you want to make sure Fire Nation gets, then we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing it if I I wouldn't be, you know, living up to what I talk about if I didn't end with the heart JLD. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to do that. So, what I want to tell you first is what JLD just said is so critical. Whether you're speaking on a stage or you're speaking one-on-one -on -one or you're over sitting over coffee or you're on a podcast or you're on video, this workshop will serve you. And so, long story short, I went home uh I think about 12 years ago. I got a phone call from my dad. He was 49 at the time. My step my stepmom was 48. He called me and he said, you'll never believe this, but we're pregnant. And so I was like, my wife and I were giggling. She, she talks about it was the biggest giggling like <laughs> she's ever seen me have in 16 years of marriage because I'm thinking to myself, my dad's about to have a kid, another kid, and I haven't had my first kid. So we went home to meet my little brother for the first time that weekend. We were living in Colorado. We drove to meet him. I kept seeing something different. Just, just something was different with the way that my dad was interacting with my little brother, JT. And so we were getting ready to leave that weekend and we were going to the car. My dad opened the car door for my wife, let her in. He took me around to the other side. He looked me in the eyes and he said, I want you to know you'll always be my little boy, but I feel like JT is my second chance to get wow. to do things right. Wow. And I want you to know that in that moment in time, I thought to myself, this would have not happened had it not been for that stage that he heard that man speak on. And not only is my dad a powerful, incredible dad to JT, he is the most amazing grandfather to my sister's kids and my kids, and that's because of the power of a stage. And so I just wanna encourage Fire Nation, take advantage of this workshop and make sure that you really are doing stages 
or doing them correctly in your business because you are going to be able to impact a lot of people and the month that the revenues will follow. I mean, it's a predictable system of 15 years. The revenues will follow. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with PV3 and JLD today. So keep up the heat and please head over to eofire.com slash speaker. Take this content, take this workshop. It is only the investment of your time and it literally could change your life. And Pete, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Pete today. And I really hope that you do consider uh, heading over to eofire.com slash speaker because that workshop is money. I've been through it. I, I'm going to be going through it again a second time because I'm crafting my next one talk that I, I want to just start uh, to have as my one talk. I'm really excited about the, t- the, uh, the topic and the content within. So eofire.com slash speaker. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. If you're looking to hire, then I've got great news. ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for quality candidates to find you. It finds them for you. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and then actively invites them to apply to your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter. Once again, the smartest way to hire.